Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I can God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? 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 Are we podcasting? Meh. Good morning. That's a loose term for what we're doing. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever and whenever you may be listening. Ooh, that's beautiful. That was nice. That was poetry. Maybe you're bobbing around in the high seas alone in a life raft. (laughs) The sound of our voice, the only thing keeping you company. Yeah. That and the vulture circling over. Have you ever listened to a podcast or read a story about that guy? This was just a few years ago. He was missing at sea for over a year by himself. I kind of vaguely remember this story. I can't remember his name. Oh, we need to tell that story one day on here because we're going to turn this into a true crime podcast. Yeah, there's not enough true crime stuff out there. No, there is not enough true crime. I was actually just thinking that the other – I keep getting like an email from Netflix being like, we got a new thing you might like. And nine times out of ten, it's a true crime thing. (laughs) And I just don't care anymore. All the stories it feels like have been told. Yeah, I'm kind of – I never thought – I'm not going to say that I'm done with true crime – I need a palate cleanse, though, and I've been saying that for two years. Yeah. Because I feel like true crime has bent my frame. It's done some emotional damage. True crime is now falling victim to the exact same thing that kind of craft beer fell into, where when craft beer first came out, you're like, oh, my God. Craft beer? Craft beer, this is great. Nobody can make craft beer. And then all of a sudden, it's everywhere, and it was just a little too much, and Mm -hmm. you couldn't really tell the difference between many things, and you're it was just it became with craft beer it became the more outrageous the name of your beer the better your chances were that you were going to sell some of those beers yeah like you just had to have a really it's like a fringe play when fringe comes to town every year if you put a swear word in the title of your movie especially that one word that nobody likes to hear like it empties a room <laughs> like you put that word in the title of your fringe play people are going to buy tickets oh you have to see it yeah so Anyway, can I go back to Netflix for a second here? Sure. I know you said you had something you wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a second. But I need to ask you this question. Do you get emails from Netflix and they're like, hey, uh, how come you haven't finished watching this yet? Just a reminder, to, what's in it for you, Netflix? Like, you've already got my money. Why do you care <laughs> if I finish watching Tinder Swindler? <laughs> Hey, maybe they're not as heartless as you think, and they actually care. (laughs) I don't know. I just think it's—I find it annoying. It's like I gave up on Tinder Swindler because I didn't think it was good. And there's no—there are no—there's nobody in that show that I feel sorry for. Like, everybody's just sort of—I don't know what it is. That's another one I can't bring myself to watch. Tinder Swindler? I just don't care anymore about these. The guy is such a DB, like, to the next level. But no, I don't get those emails anymore because I keep probably the world's tidiest continue watching oh. section. Yeah. Because now they've made it even easier. I, I don't know about you. Because like, I do most of my Netflix watching through my PlayStation, and they now have a very easy 
remove from current watching yeah, button, and I hammer that thing. Really? If I'm not digging something, I punch. I, I scrub it from my existence. Well, you you handle your email inbox the same way too. What do you have sitting in there right now? Right now, it's pretty clean. Oh, oh yeah, look at that. I left my phone in the other room, but fifteen total. Fif- that's it. Yeah, fifteen emails. Yeah, I if I went room them. If I went and got my phone right now, I kid you not, I'll bet you. On my work email, I'm probably running close to 20,000. Oh, my God. And in my Gmail, in my phone, like my personal Gmail account, I think I'm at about 10,000. Oh, good Lord. And it's not, I don't mean to make it sound like I'm that important. I get so, no, it's all garbage. It's stuff I don't need, but I can't bring myself to delete it. Because what if I need that one day? Hmm? What if I need that email? Yeah, what if you need that email from Curling Canada from yeah. six months ago? What if that proves my <laughs> innocence in a crime that I'm alleged <laughs> to have committed? What if that's the one piece of evidence that gets me off the hook? I don't know how it would, but it's like it's weird how I think that way now. And is that the true crime that did that to me? Oh, maybe. Maybe a paranoid brain. Yeah. Anyway, what were you going to talk about? <laughs> I was going to talk about I just finished watching... Uh, Pam and Tommy. Oh yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's the story of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, and uh, a tape of theirs that reached the public. What is this tape about? I hear it takes place uh, like on a boat, like a water skiing, a fishing trip, or something. It takes place on a boat. Uh huh. Um, a mommy loves a daddy. Uh huh. They do very special smooches. Hmm. And uh, they made the video for themselves. Because they just want to watch themselves smooch. But other people ended up seeing it. And it's an interesting story. It's like eight episodes. Probably could have been six. But uh, I find it daunting when I hear Pamela and Tommy eight episodes. I find the in- I find the story interesting. It is interesting. And like Seth Rogen uh-huh. is in it. And I didn't realize, I didn't know that the tape had been stolen. And that's how it got out into the public. Oh, you thought that one of them leaked it too? Yeah, I oh. thought it just came out the old-fashioned way. But it turns out in the documentary or in this uh, miniseries at least, it's that Tommy Lee is just a dick uh, uh-huh. and was getting work done on his house and fired a contractor and didn't pay him a cent and stole his tools. And so out of revenge, the contractor broke back in the house and steals a safe thinking he was just stealing jewelry and money yeah. and stuff and found this tape inside and that's how it got out. Oh. And Seth Rogen plays that contractor. So it's interesting. But because if you don't know, Pamela Anderson is Canadian. She's from small town on Vancouver Island, Ladysmith. Ladysmith, yeah. And there's a couple times where you're watching this and all of a sudden they're dropping names of Canadian towns that you don't normally hear in a production like this. No. Like all of a sudden Calgary got mentioned. I think Edmonton got mentioned. Uh, there's an episode where it kind of shows how she got discovered, which was at a CFL game. She was just in the crowd and got put on the Jumbotron. Uh, so it shows her at a BC Lions game, and they're playing Edmonton in that game. You see the Edmonton helmets and logos. Oh, and wow. Everything. And you're like, what is this? Like, this seems really strange. Hmm. And then she's having a fight with her boyfriend, and behind him is a poster for a Calgary monster truck rally. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's weird to sometimes wow. see. You're like, oh, my God, I've been there. I know that place. Do um, do they reenact the mummy loves a daddy special smooches video in the in the miniseries? It doesn't get as graphic, mm-hmm. but I will say that uh, there is a scene where Tommy Lee, who may or may not be on drugs, 
is having a full-blown conversation with a certain part of his body. Oh, boy. And it's talking back to him. Huh? Yeah. That part, uh, they lost me a bit on that one. Yeah, that's a little weird. It's a little strange. The overall story is interesting. The show, I don't know if I'll recommend it, but it's can just I, weird to hear all these Canadian towns. I think Winnipeg got mentioned. Can I, I've got my hand up for a second here. Uh-huh. When Tommy Lee's having the conversation with a part of his anatomy, mm-hmm. what does the voice sound like? It's, um... Oh, Hello! No, it's... What's his face? Gilbert oh. Gottfried? No, it's... Don't uh, like the fact that I'm working. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jason something or other. He's a voice on Big Mouth. Oh, okay. So, but it isn't Tommy. <laughs> it's not... This guy. Jason Mansa... Okay. I don't know how to say his last name, but Doesn't, this guy. You yeah. recognize him? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, he's the voice. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he was like... Uh, he was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Rosa dated him for a while. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering, though, like if it sounded like a character from SpongeBob. No, or, no, no. It's got kind of a deranged, crazy voice to it. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a guy you can see who played Tommy Lee. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it then. Can I skip right to the final episode and get everything I need out of the final episode? Pretty much. To be honest with you, I don't care enough about either one of those people. No, uh, it kind of paints. Pamela as being, you know, kind of a victim just because yeah. her being a woman, it hit her differently than it hit him. Oh, no doubt about it. Like yeah. she was, she was used the whole time. Oh yeah. yeah. And it didn't do much for her career. But I just, I don't know. I can't, I don't know if I can invest eight hours in this. It's, some of them are just like 30 minutes. It's like 30 to 45 per okay. episode. Uh, doesn't exactly paint Tommy Lee as being a great guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both watched that Motley Crew. That was a rough watch. Documentary. God, I don't like Motley. I do not like Motley Crue. No, I like one song. And you like one song, but we can't agree on the song. No, Dr. Feel Good for Me. No, Kickstart My Heart. Same album, but it's a way better song. Just not my band. Bryce, are you any good with money? Oh, I'm awful with money. Yeah. Terrible. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty, well, I haven't really made any bad investments. Well, maybe I have. I'm just, I'm an impulse buyer. Like I'll buy things impulsively. I bought a bingo machine for my house once thinking it'd be fun to have bingo parties at home. No. I got rid of that thing right away. <laughs> yeah. Mine, like, I make no investments, which is a huge mistake. How old are you now? I'm 35 now. Yeah, you should probably be making some investments. Oh, I know. I My goal for this year is to hire someone, because mm-hmm. I can't do that myself. Oh, I, I got a guy. I got to tell you about my guy, Bryce. I need to hire a person who takes my money and turns it into more money. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. I don't want to know. And those commercials... I'm not going to say who it is where they're like, oh, you got to switch to it's an app. So basically you're making your own financial decisions. You do need to pay somebody for that service. They're experts at that. There's a reason you pay them for that. It's a full-time job. Yes. Like I can't, when my guy comes to our house twice a year to sit at our table and talk money with us. I just, I hear calliope music the whole time, but at least I feel like he's in charge. He shows us results. Yeah. But he did. It does cost something. I can't wrap my brain around it. Yeah. So I just want to pay someone and I almost want to be like, listen, I don't even want to hear the explanation for what you're doing. Yeah. I just tell me I got more money than I had before. And, and we're, we're good. good. I don't care. That's all I need to know. I don't need the hard deal. I find it so boring, uh-huh. which is probably why I'm bad with money. A lot of like, 
It's not major impulse purchases, but just, just a lot of dumb ones. Yeah. I had just about bought a blood pressure machine the other day <laughs> from my friend who was in his mom's basement cleaning up. And he sent me a picture. Hey, do you want to buy this blood pressure? And it's like one you'd see in a drugstore. I didn't even bother asking, how did your mom end up with that? <laughs> but I was this close to saying, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. I don't know what I would do with that. But I was, the thought of having my own blood pressure machine in my office here, to me, that was funny. Could you make it coin operated and put it in the lunchroom here? No, I would use it as my guest chair in my <laughs> office. So like when you came and sat down to talk to me, you'd have to sit at the blood pressure machine. That oh, would be funny. It would be funny. And yeah. <laughs> would it be, is it a hundred dollars worth of funny? Uh, it just, I imagine moving one of those would be like moving a treadmill. Yeah. It looked pretty bulky. It wouldn't be fun to move. But anyway, we talked about bad investments. We talked about being bad with your money. We talked about impulse, impulse purchases. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by. We were talking a few minutes ago about bad financial decisions. I think it was inspired by the story of... The guy who bought the Tom Brady retirement football for $518,000 U.S. And then Tom Brady, six weeks later, said, eh, I'm coming out of retirement. So the ball plummeted in value. Yeah, it's now worth 50 grand. So, so one-tenth. They lost 450 in the span of six weeks. Uh, That's a bad investment. So let's talk about your bad investments. I know, Bryce, you're practically the wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, uh, if it's one thing I know, it's the stock market and trades and whatnot. Oh, NFTs. And oh, yeah. EBITDA and I all know that all stuff. those things. Yeah. Uh, somebody just texted and said, bad investment, weed stock. Yeah, I think you had to get in on the ground floor on that one, right? And even then, I don't know that it's the most lucrative thing. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people who claim they made bank right in the very beginning. Uh, somebody texted... You were talking about bad financial decisions. In the early 2000s, me and my sister inherited some money from our grandparents. My sister was 19 at the time, used her money to put a down payment on a small character home in Old Strathcona. I used mine to buy a fully loaded Dodge Ram that is long gone. My sister still lives in that house. It's paid for. I rent an apartment with a roommate and drive a Ford pickup with mismatched doors and over 400,000 kilometers on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's got to suck a bit. That sucks. There's probably a lot of people who bought houses back in like 2005, 2006 when this province was laughing. Oh, yeah. And they bought houses that a few years later were worth half of what they paid for. Uh, yeah, there's... Um, I think back to... Like, we did okay when we came to Alberta, but when we bought our first house, we lived in Victoria, my beautiful bride and I, back in the 90s. And we bought our very first house in Victoria. And when we sold that house in 96 to move to Alberta, we lost our shirts. We are the only people in the history <laughs> of Victoria real estate to lose money on a house. Because that house would easily be worth, I don't know, probably, it wasn't a fancy house or anything, but it was. it's probably worth three quarters of a million now. And I think we sold it for 160000 which is way less than what we paid for it. It's a few few dollars left on the table. Yeah, that one hurts a bit. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. This actually has come up a couple of times in the last couple of days because yesterday we were talking about uh, the skill pill. Like if you could take a pill 
to be instantly good at anything. And you can only take one, though. What would you choose to be good at? You know, some of the things people were saying, I'd like to be good at whistling, you know, where you put two fingers in your mouth and you can get everyone's attention. Other people were like, I wish that I was good at investing. I wish I was good with my money. Uh, it was inspired by Amy, who needs to learn to speak French, like, immediately, and she was wondering if there's a way she can do that, and that's how we got onto the topic of the skill pill. Uh, but a lot of people were saying, yeah, I could use some sort of pill to make me better with money, make me better with investing. So we just started telling stories of bad investments. This one, my dad bought a $100 tent, wasn't until he got home and gave my mom the receipt, she said, no, honey, the tent was not $100. It was $100 off. He paid $600 for the tent, and because it was on sale, he couldn't return it. The bright side, though, a $600 tent must be a heck of a tent, though, right? That'd be a good one for 600 bucks. Somebody else said, about 15 years ago, my brother and I sold everything we had. I took an equity loan on my house and bought into my uncle's Surefire Mining Company. Oh, no. The mining company never got off the ground, and my uncle disappeared. And by disappeared, we know where he is because he's still in touch with my mom, but he doesn't come around much. Ouch. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Have you ever made a bad investment? I'm terrible with money. Are you? Nothing outrageously expensive. It's just a lot of dumb little things. Yeah. And it turns out you just don't need. Uh, Like magic beans? Do you ever buy magic beans, Bryce, and plant them in your yard? It kind of feels like it sometimes. The, um, this one, (laughs) this is from Megan. I once drank too much wine and watched an infomercial about a home laser hair removal system. Six weeks later, it showed up at my house. Sober me was confused, but too lazy to return it. It was $600. I've never used it. Oof. And this right here, this is a prime example of when you know you're going to be just drinking at home alone, freeze your phone in a block of ice. Or you'll end up with a $600 home laser hair removal system. 600 bucks is pretty steep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shania writes, I don't know if you would consider it an investment, but I bought two video games that were extremely expensive. One was $120, the other was $300. I haven't even played them yet because I'm afraid to damage them. Ah, Shania, you got the, Shania, you got the money. You got the biggest selling country music album of all time. Yeah. Do you think she ever gets tired of that? <laughs> Probably not. Ugh. I think about it and I just think, you know, the money I spent on my live edge dining room table, as handsome as it is, basically it's used for puzzles now. I don't eat at it. You don't ever eat at that table? No. Ever? Ever. Really? No, there's a big puzzle sitting on it right now. Hmm. Uh, oh, Shania did write back because I said, what games? They're from the Fire Emblem series. Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn and Fire Emblem emblem path of radiance it's a lot of money to throw up video games that are just sitting there yeah <laughs> bad investment my ex-boyfriend <laughs> somebody else said uh, same thing they said um, oh their marriage their marriage they said it cost them seven figures that's like a million dollars right that is a million bucks must have been a heck of a ceremony <laughs> they must have oh. gone all in crab oh, cakes hang for on everyone a second. wait a minute Oh, they're talking about divorce. 
Oh, DeForce. Yeah. You've been listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Stream them live weekday mornings on Sonic1029 through the Radio Player Canada app. Uh, we've been talking on the show. If you could just pop a pill and be instantly skilled at something, what skill would you choose? Uh, this was inspired by a text we got yesterday from Amy, who would really like to learn to speak French, like probably now within the next 12 hours. She's meeting her boyfriend's parents for the very first time. They're coming in from Quebec City. They don't speak any English. She doesn't speak any French. She was hoping to learn to speak French like overnight last night. Too bad there isn't a pill for that. Which would you choose, though? Would you go with a lot of people? A lot of people said that they would want, and I kind of, I don't know if you'd want to waste your skill pill on this, though. Learning to whistle with two fingers in your mouth. You wouldn't rather learn to speak French or, I don't know, save a life with CPR. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to guide you. Hi. Hey, Sonic. It's or Garner. It's Dan. Hey, Dan. Uh, as somebody who used to be fully fluent in French, better make it a long weekend course. But I was fully fluent in French in one point, oh, call it up to about 22 years ago. And now I work with a bunch of French people, and yeah, it's taken me a lot longer than a weekend to pick even some of it back up. So if you could take a pill that would instantly make you highly skilled at anything, what would you choose? Singing. Singing? Yeah, no, I'd, I, would, I, 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 would, I could definitely relearn learn French that I would have better uses for that one pill. Hmm. What kind of voice would you have if you were a singer? Oh, I would, uh, I would definitely be somewhere in the range of uh, our, our good friend from July Talk. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so a kind of gravelly kind of... Yeah. 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 yeah, that's probably... Yeah, I don't think my voice is getting any higher than that with any kind of Bill Garner. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hey, we've been talking about if you could take a pill where you could be instantly skilled at anything, what pill would you take? And you only get one. You don't get a bunch of them. Um, Some of them. This one's funny because, I mean, you could use the pill to learn a language. You could uh, take a pill that would give you empathy and compassion. But Chad here says Instapill. I would take the one for running up the wall and doing a backflip. I'd pull that ass everywhere. Grocery store walls, off of the pole waiting to cross the street, showing kids to exercise more than just their thumbs. Chad, that'd be a good skill to have, but would you blow your one chance at, say, learning to speak French so you could do a wall backflip? I think it'd be worth it. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be worth it. Imagine pulling that move off in a busy nightclub. People would stop, music would stop, and everyone would just stare and be like, oh my God. I must date him. That is the man. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.